Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Hey, everybody that's listening through our AMFM affiliate, KKNW, AM 1150. Thank you for that. And for those of you that are listening through all the other affiliates, thank you for that. And a, and a real shout out to Sean. I have to give Sean a shout out to our affiliate in Australia. Um, Sean, I'm so grateful for you who believed in us and especially believed in this show like a gazillion years ago and distributed the show across Australia and now, of course, you are just like, I don't even know where. We've never met Sean, but we must be like brother and sister from another mother or somebody. Um, today's show is really fascinating for me. I am such a point of gratitude. And my very featured special guest today is Susan Denae. And one of the things I do is I prep for these shows. And I want to give a shout out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Benny. Olivia Jacob. Hi, Pat. One of the things Benny will probably attest to with our show today is that along the years together, we've gotten to know a little bit about each other's crazy. I think. I think Benny and I have gotten. I think we did. Everything from me giving him my goldfish. I, I mean, honestly. But... Why is that even important? Today, y'all are going to get to know you're crazy with Susan Denae. Susan is one of our fantastic hosts. You're going to hear all about her. Her show is Know You're Crazy, Emotional Elevation in the Raw. Today, you're going to hear a little bit about what this is, but more importantly, about what has inspired her to work with women all over the globe. She is a certified high-performance coach. She specializes in women empowerment. You're going to find out in about 30 seconds how that sounds. Uh, and she's been coaching and mentoring people um, for two decades in life, emotions, relationships, health, professionally. But she got her start, got her start making that heart-to-heart -heart connection with women to help women in recovery from addiction and alcoholism in 2003. So here, you're going to hear her journey. You're also going to hear what it's like to know how somebody comes forward professionally, gets to look at their life, gets to look at how can I be of more service to people, and then carves out a, a life path and a direction that gets them there. Her background, just like me, corporate marketing director for Merchants Credit, so much to talk about. But here's what I know about today. She's all about supporting and empowering women. Today, whether you're going to catch her at the gym on the elliptical or getting on that Ducati, 
Nope, it's not a Harley, but it's a Ducati. Either way, this show's about identify, understand, appreciate the gift of your crazy. Susan, it's great to have you. Oh, it's awesome to be here today. Thank you for having me. I was prepping for the show over the weekend, and I had to apply it to myself. And I want to ask you this question, which is so very important for people. I just gave people a snippet, but I need to know from you, given everything I've said, given everything you've been through in your life, I would love to know what challenges, what obstacles you personally, Susan Denae, had to overcome to bring you to this very moment. How much time do we got? got the hour. Hour. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to roll. <laughs> you know, I'm in, I'm in the, uh, you know, I'm in my late forties. We, we've had a few rounds of crazy. It just depends on which area of life I want to jump into. I probably say the very first awakening of crazy. And when it really came to getting honest with myself is when I got sober in July of 2001. You know, life isn't pleasant when you're knocking down the door of addiction and alcoholism. There's a lot of stuff that's not really going your way or your family's way, depending on who's on the receiving end of that. That horrible stuff is all I'll say. Uh, that was the that was the first entry into really realizing something needed to change. Uh, the type of drop you down to your knees, and I can't believe this is happening. It's surreal. Uh, who can I tell? Who can I not tell? I don't want to tell. Uh, that that was the first entry door into really understanding uh, the necessity for personal growth, and uh, and I was I was in my mid I was 26 years old when I got sober, and I had a one and a half year old and I had a 10 year old stepdaughter, and I had all the reasons to uh, to not drink or to use drugs, and unfortunately, when it comes to the obsession of alcoholism and addiction, sometimes it takes a little bit a little bit of stuff to happen. Uh, so that was the, that was the first uh, that was the first introduction to really understanding that you know when it really comes down to it when it comes down to the moment it's always going to be between me and I'd like to say the universe but sometimes it feels like that's just between me and me what's the decision going to be you know uh, at the end of the day you know the journey of my life is going to be left to my decisions as much as my family's impacted or my friends are impacted at the end of the day it's my decision. Uh, so that was the first major decision, the first obstacle I had to overcome, and that took a while to overcome. Uh, that would, you know, so if I were to put that in a category of, of life, I'd say health, um, emotional. And then if you want to move into, um, I think one of the next experience that brought me here today would be the professional. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I sit here uh, with, with a new show that's going to start tomorrow, right? Yeah. And that idea came like three years ago, but the show is tomorrow. It, it wasn't three years ago. It's tomorrow. Uh, so over those three years, I had to really let go and surrender to this idea of this corporate lifestyle where somebody else was going to put the paycheck in the bank. And when I'm a full-time working mom for 20 years uh, for a great company, uh, that took a lot of leveling of the pride and, and getting over the fear and what was this going to really look like. But the thing with crazy, the thing with crazy and, and how it 
manifests and how it can really get into the scenes of, I'll say, consciousness. But how that can happen is it kind of starts to overcome with a feeling of, of ick, is what I call it, a feeling of almost depression, a feeling of not being in alignment with who I truly am. And living that day after day after day, no matter what area of your life you're in, whether it's in your health, your relationships, your professional life, that tears somebody down, it tore me down. It's never outside of me. It wasn't the people who I was working with. Yeah, there were circumstances that I wasn't real happy with. But when I outgrow something, when you outgrow something, rarely are the people who are still in that life going to make you happy, right? I mean, because it's, it's really about awakening to what I needed to do. So that journey took me a little bit. And there, there was a lot of fear to overcome, uh, which brings me, that, I probably, that, that was one of the hardest ones, uh, was getting over that one. Yeah. 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 I love that you shared that because, you know, this is really where I congratulations on the show tomorrow. Uh, and it's the first of many you'll do, but it's also very symbolic, isn't it? It's a symbolic nature of what happens when we step forward in courage, when we step forward in service, when we step forward in gratitude. Um, and when we step forward, even if we do know our crazy, right? And how important that is. But there's something really important, though, in all of this, and that is how you've learned to overcome whatever the sidestep, the pothole, whatever that thing is, right? The foundational pieces that you shared about recovery and your credentials and your work experience. See, this is the world we're living in today. And if we don't stop for a minute to recognize those absolutely crazy moments we're having, we tend to think that we are them and we just become powerless to get past them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One of the one things I love to do when I'm working with, and I'm going to say women, but one of the one things I love doing with any, you know, reminding somebody of their greatness the gift with being a recovered drug addict and alcoholic is I've got this thing, right? This thing that I ain't going back. I'm not going back. And whatever that requires for me to keep moving forward, whether that means I have to leave a career of 20 years, if that means I I have to take relationships out of my life, they're absolutely, you know, feel like it's going to be a heavy burden when I let go, whatever that means, I am not going back to that other lifestyle. And so, you know, the gift and the blessing that some people in recovery have, and, and everybody has this gift, when you look back in your life and you realize there's some stuff you've overcame, there's some stuff. I don't ever want to go back to that. And so the uh, importance of remembering where we've come from and where and what we have overcame in our past absolutely delivers the courage to keep moving forward. You know, when I'm working with women and, you know, they're down in the dumps and, and life just seems, you know, that's tossing it. I remind them of their greatness. You know, let's take a step back. Let's remember where you come from. Let's remember the the muscles you've built over time. This is just a temporary problem for a long-term solution. That's all this is. But let's get in there and let's start identifying where where you went off track at. Where did you go off track at? What was your week like? Let's talk about where where did the crazy really start getting in there? Did you feel overwhelmed? Were there too many kids to feed? Were the bills not paid? Did the car break down? You know, where was it? Did you have an argument with your partner? Where, Where was it that you got off kilter? To where, you know, you're a hot mess. And sometimes we get off kilter six months ago. 
and we don't see it coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My mind was, I got off kilter, you know, I actually did the numbers the other day, Pat. I, I realized it was seven years from the day I had an awareness at my day job that I was miserable until the day I resigned. Seven years. Yeah. I thought, man, I didn't realize it was that long, but there were so many layers to overcome. And there, you know, and it wasn't all miserable during that time. It was just this, this matter of, of working through it, working through it, working through it. So I want to talk to you when we come back, because something interesting, I want to pick up on what you just said. Because it does take us some time sometimes, right? But in the time that it takes, I want to talk with you about the moments where you've had crazy enlightenment. And what I mean by that is this level of awareness where you recognize, since you are always talking about, no, you're crazy, but where you recognize it for yourself, but, and as a result of that, you were able to take an action, an action that would set things in motion for your future, or an action that would help you in a different way, expansively, or an action that would set you on a path to go back, in my case, to go back to school right? Even when I was working, albeit it took 13 years to get that undergraduate degree. When we come back, we're going to talk about how do we gain our lives back by understanding these moments Susan just talked about. She could pinpoint seven years of the crazy. And so you don't want to get thrown when you keep getting those bleeping birthday cards from your you keep getting the birthday cards from your narcissistic ex every freaking birthday and they keep coming in the mail and you just let them take you off your game something like that that simple or maybe the grocery store maybe you picked up grocery and that avocado was was rotten and you took it and threw it up against the wall. Susan's going to help you not throw the avocado up against the wall. Let's take a short break, everybody. SusanDenae.com. That's Susan, D-E-N-E-E.com. When we come back, more about this. We're taking your questions. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back, everybody. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters. Our spirits sag. Our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. 
For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio, exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion with me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Hey, look, some of us are outwardly successful, but inwardly feel unhappy and living a life lacking purpose and meaning. Well, The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer can help you discover what's important to you and how to reach out and go for it. For more information or to purchase the book, go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or go to CarlGreer.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Get ready. I want you all to get ready for the uh, fabulous show on Transformation Talk Radio starting tomorrow. You're going to hear a lot about Susan Denae. The show is Know You're Crazy, Emotional Elevation in the Raw. And you're going to hear about what that is right here. Susan, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Because you are a high performance coach as well. You work with individuals, groups, and organizations. Um, certainly we can send everybody to your site. They can send you a contact email from there, all of the above, right? Yeah, the website works great. Also, if you just want to check out the Instagram page at Susan underscore Danae, send me a message, be more than happy to get back to you. I love it. Look, we talked a little bit about Know You're Crazy. You're going to be doing shows about this and so much more as time goes on. But I want to really tap into this other part you know, this, this, this emotional elevation in the raw and some of the underpinnings of what happens or symptoms of being in that crazy, being in that space, being in that energy. What are some of the things fe- people feel? What are some of the things that could tell them, oh, I'm having that Susan Denae, know you're crazy moment. Is it out of control? Is it depression? Is it doubt? What is it? It's a heavy feeling in the body is what I would like to say. Oh it's irritation. It's irritability. I looked at my husband last night and he was having a, he was having a irritable day. And I said, you know, I've had that weekend also. And, you know, I wasn't going to tell him, he'd been getting on my nerves and I didn't tell him that, but I thought, you know, I, I, cause I felt it, you know? And so there was that, just that, and he did nothing wrong. Yeah. See, that's the difference. You know, when the crazy's coming in, either I'm irritable or I'm taking somebody's inventory is what I would like to say. And they did nothing wrong. Suddenly I slip out of appreciation. I'm into judgment. You know, anytime this is what's going on here. You know, if you want to talk physiologically or body wise, what's going on here, you know, you know, when you feel joy, you know, when you feel happiness and you know, when you feel misery, you know, when you feel stress, you, that heavy feeling, depending on the individual, you know, I, I can meet, you know, some, some of the best of them. I talk about this on the show. You know, if you're an outward expressive stress person, 
you know, that might verbally come out as an attack against somebody that might come out of verbal complaining, you know, out loud complaining. If you're an inward processing person, that may come out, you're the piece, you know, you're the piece of you know what, and it's all turned inward. It's the feeling of I'm not enough, I can't do enough, I'm never going to get far enough, you know, and it every I overly own everything. If I'm outward, you overly own all my problems and you're the reason for it. And so there's different ways in which the crazy can show up. It's just a matter of what's unique to you. Um, you know, back, I was visiting uh, back home in November and I'm in the middle of, uh, you know, taking a few courses online and, and I found myself, I actually called somebody, a mentor very close to me. And I said, you know what? I said, I just realized today I was talking to my husband and I'm complaining. I, and I, I can spin a good complaint. I can make it sound like it's sold. It's justified. I was finding myself complaining. I was complaining about the homework. I was complaining about not being able to get to the stuff I was there to do for my mom. I was complaining about the fact that I'd been in a house for two weeks with my mom and my sister. That's not, you know, everyday action. Pretty soon I found myself in this uh, constant complaining and I had to catch it. I like to say, you got to catch the crazy. You got to catch the crazy in the infant stages yeah. because, you know, that's how, that's how we avoid the big meltdown. That's how we avoid losing our temper in the middle of the grocery store. When the guy puts the soda on top of the bread. I mean, that, that's, <laughs> you know, I mean, what, what's the one you hear everybody talk about? A lot of people talk about, I know the level of my serenity just by how I am in traffic. You know, the fact that somebody driving down the road can steal my piece might say something about something I got going on here. So I love working with people around that. Like, let's really talk about what's going on. Uh, and, and I love the stories of the people that I serve. You know, those are my best teachers. You know, it's, it's so funny you're talking about this, right? Because there are so many signs. I'm so glad you're, you're what I love about what you do and what your message is you get down to the raw reality of what happens in people's lives every day, every day. And, you know, those things, I know I laughed a little bit because I must have had the same checker in that grocery store that you did <laughs> right there. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was the soda on my roll-ups, right? If it were bread, I probably would have really had a reaction. But the reaction that we have is, is the outward expression on pent up, whatever you want to call it, right? See, what I hear you saying is we could catch that crazy at the little wee stages of it, then we don't have to implode and then explode. And that is the part, isn't that all part of what leads so many people to feeling stuck and then hopeless in your stuckness and then helpless in your stuckness? And then now all you are is your stuckness. But I'll tell you, I, for years, I used to wear a no complaining sign on. Wonder where we got that from. But isn't this part of it is really being able to tap into those emotions when you feel them, right? And just this morning, I was thinking, you know, we're in such a time right now and have been for a few years where you notice the height, maybe it's the internet, I don't know, the heightened consciousness and spirituality and meditation and, and all these holistic approaches to bringing peace and happiness. And there's so many tools available to all of us. And I just thought, you know, it's really important to talk about why those tools are important. You know, a lot of people don't yeah. wake up one day and just start meditating usually for several we've gotten there through pain 
Yeah. We've gotten there through some sort of motivation where we've emotionally been rocked on our ass and now we need to get back up and we're desperate to apply anything and everything. And eventually, hopefully, we have the ability to quiet the head enough to sit down for three minutes of meditation, but we don't arrive there. So it also depends on how long have you been in it and it's okay. Some people are just now waking up to years of being in uh, unsatisfactory situation, whether that's professionally, personally. I mean, how often do we feel like, you know, I've been on this cycle for a long time and it's just not stopping, but we haven't gotten to the root of it. You know, we haven't gotten to the root of it, root of it. And where you had mentioned, you know, these, um, what'd you say? Like awakenings of sort, the, the spiritual, even as a spiritual awakening, but just a conscious awakening of I need to do something different. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, we're in the process of uh, looking for a producer's uh, and, uh, it's, it's always interesting how I start to prep for a show and I start to look at what you have in the outline, right. Over the weekend and how I reflect on, wow, am I in the middle of that? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, if we're not working with someone, we're left to our own minds and our own emotions. And I don't know about you, but my mind, yeah, yeah. It has not been a place that I wanted to stay in very long. Now, I've got a lot of tools like you, but I get some crazy going on up there sometimes, right? Um, I want to ask you this question about this idea of hopelessness, because when we're working with people, and especially you, you're working with women in recovery, your coach, your high performance coach, hopelessness sometimes can equate to a lot of people as helplessness. And helplessness, man, that is so painful, isn't it? Helplessness is extremely painful. You know, to help with the hopelessness, that's where I refer people to the past, just briefly. Let's take a look at what you've overcome. Yeah. Let's take a look at where you've been in your life. Because here's the thing, Pat, we're not going backwards. We have no choice but to move forward. There, there isn't no reversing. And, you know, you're moving forward, whether you like it or not, the sun's going to shine tomorrow. I mean, I remember one of the most uh, moments I had, you know, I lost my dad in December of 20 of COVID, and it was an extremely painful experience. And that tapped on the crazy. That was probably one of the most uh, crazy situations, panic attacks, everything uh, based on where I was at. Uh, But the bottom line is, do we embrace the crazy long enough to appreciate what we've been through in the past, to understand that my way of thinking when I'm in a toxic situation or if I'm in a situation that's overwhelming and it's not serving me, and you just said it, do I have the ability at that point to reach out and find some hope? Do I have the ability at that point to look in my past and say, you know what, everything's temporary, I can move forward with this? I got acquainted with my crazy and sobriety in 2000 when I got sober. And, and one of the beautiful things about the rooms of recovery is they teach you pick up the phone and call somebody. I used to call uh, the woman who was helping me back then. I would call her and I would say, okay, here's the deal. I was like 26, 27 years old. I'm trying to raise kids. I'm trying to work a job, pay the bills. We're in debt. I mean, life is just, you know, it's raining. It's raining misery. And for the first time, it's raining for a long time, like a long storm. I'd call her. And I would just simply say, all right, so I'm at the house 
and my husband did this. Do I say anything? When you reach the point of understanding that you know nothing about a scenario that you want to change, you become willing to ask for feedback. You become willing to take on a new perception. And in that, those aha moments come. In that, the sheer vulnerability in asking somebody for help will enlighten you and begin to establish trust. So many of us are not trusting about asking for feedback. So many of us want to analyze it and, and you know, check mark it and, and make sure it's the right person or it's the right feedback or what are the statistics. In the meantime, we're staying crazy the whole time, you know? <laughs> Uh, unfortunately or fortunately, I do know. I yeah. do know that. Yeah. Um, look, when we come back, I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk to you about this idea of the higher self, right? What that means. But also what I love about what you shared is just a thought that hit me. You know, if we are enabling, we're not empowering. If we are enabling, we're not empowering. And, you know, it's funny. I had an interesting situation this morning. And I found myself almost, almost taking on and doing something for somebody. And I just said, no, why don't you try it again? Why don't you try it again? It is so important to catch those moments or at least understand them because the choices we make in life will either be choices driven by crazy or choices driven by peace. When we come back, I love for you to talk about how do we have the wisdom to know the difference? Let's take a short break. Susan Denae, know you're crazy. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, can you change that? Yes or no? If you can change it, do you have the courage to do it? And do you even know the difference between the two? And if you don't, you try to figure it out from whatever is up there on your shoulders, or is there another way? Is there a higher self? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. Welcome to Soul Activation Podcast, a world-class broadcast of insight and inspiration with the renowned healer and coach, Suzanne Alexandria. In this series, she dives deep into the magical sea of you, to the place in you that's ready to activate. Tune in live every second and fourth Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? 
Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country and is just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. Hey everybody, welcome back. So thrilled to introduce all of you to the most amazing high-performance coach, Susan Denae. Please go to her website, susandenae.com, D-E-N-E-E, susandenae.com. Uh, and again, uh, Susan underscore Denae for Instagram. Whatever you need to do, there's a contact page there. Lots of information, get to know her. You're gonna see more from her and some of the things she is creating. Uh, Know You're Crazy is all about what Susan says, emotional elevation in the raw. And you're going to hear lots more of that in the show she does, the guests she's going to have, the people she's going to bring forward. But all of this is in service of all of you. Why? The time is now. The time is now to have a voice to step out. But how do you do it? How do you get to the place where you are not driven by the crazy that would have you limit yourself, have you do things you don't want to do, have you enable instead of empower, have you stay in those moments where somebody just looks at you sideways and you are just ready to like just lay it on them? That's what we're talking about now. And Benny, we're going to go skip the next break because I just want to roll on. Susan, thank you for today. Thanks for joining me. Um, I'm really excited about your show. I mean, you're going to go into a lot more detail about this. Uh, But look, when all else fails, you got to decide. Oh, you know what? I can't change who shows up at the Olympics, right? I can't do that. What can I change? I could change whether I watch it or not, right? But sometimes we don't know the difference. Sometimes we think I can actually change whether or not these people, Putin's going to show up at that. No, no, not today, not in this Olympics, maybe in the future. Help us understand what we have to get in touch with in ourselves to really hit the pause button on crazy. When all is failing, We could keep complaining, we could keep doing whatever we're doing, or we can do something to understand and create a shift. Mm, So how do we know that that's what we've got going on? Is that the question? We got some crazy going on? 
Yeah, we've got some brazy going on. I'm show you what I did. I just turned on my TV pastor this week. <laughs> I turned on my I turned on my TV guy and listened to the same message 13 times. You know, that's a tool I use. I download a lot of positive talk when, when, when the crazy's going on. And even when the crazy's not going on, I think exactly. that's important to point out too. You know, when life is good, you know layer it with more joy, do what you got to do to keep bringing that energy in, you know, let's tip the scales a little bit. The first thought that I had when you were talking about, you know, how do we know, is I thought you're getting feedback, whether one, how you're showing up, like you're getting feedback, whether it's from how you feel about you or it's from the people in your life or the circumstances in your life, like you're getting feedback, you know, I either, if, if you've got, debt, for example, that feedback's obvious. It's all around you. If you are having marital problems, the feedback's there every day. You know how it feels. Like That feedback is there. Either the person in your life is, is telling you on a regular basis they're not happy, or the person in your life is shutting down and they're not communicating. You know it. You're getting feedback. You know, if your kids are fighting with you, that's some feedback. You know, if I'm judging my children, I'm, you know, there's some feedback. If I'm showing up any other way than compassionate and loving and encouraging to my daughters, I've got something going on within me. It's not them. And so how do we know? Just take a score. Yeah. You know, one of the um, things I talk about uh, are expectations. You know, and ask yourself in four key areas of your life. We've got professional, we've got health, uh, relationships, and financial. Just take those four key areas of life. And then ask yourself this question. How do I feel about me in those areas? How do I feel about me? Not, not, not how do they look to the outside world. And the reason I, I think that's important is because, you know, I could have, you know, millions of dollars in the bank, but still feel crappy about me in regards to finances. Yeah. Maybe because I think I need to have 10, 10 billion. I don't know. <laughs> but but there's a but there's a way that I'm going to feel about me in each of those areas. And if that score from one to 10, 10 being I, I'm a rock star, I feel fantastic to one um one door out of therapy or I'm one door out of meds or I'm one, you know what I mean? Like you're you're at the bottom. I can't even get out of bed. I don't even want to make my bed. I don't even, you know, want to get out of the house. I don't know how to get out of this pit of despair. Just take a score. It'll tell you real quick where you're at on that scale. And I don't know about you, Pat, but I want tens. I want tens. Me too. I want tens. And, and I'm okay with saying I want 10s. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting 10s, you know? You know, it's so funny you're talking about this because I want to also talk about where we get your phrase, where we get these growth spurts from, mm. how what you just said teaches us and helps us get a growth spurt. And, you, you know, it's funny. I used to have a mentor. I used to have a mentor, a powerful mentor, but kind of really sarcastically funny, that kind of humor from time to time. And she would say stuff to me and she was right. She would say stuff to me like, you know, Pat, watching you right now, take control of your life, you know, do just taking that step forward, just watching you right now, you know what that's like for me? And I'd be waiting for this profound thing. And she'd say, it's like watching grass grow. 
about five minutes to understand what she's saying. Um, she's saying that takes forever. And then she would go on to say, but you know, sometimes I see that little, that little grass thing just pop through that soil. And I know you're going to make it. Talk about growth spurt and what that's like mm. and how it's important for us to take a moment and recognize it. Expectations are really powerful. Expectations are really powerful. My expectations of me are very powerful. What that means for me is, and I'll come from the me point of view, I can definitely come from the you point of view, but we're going to come from the me point of view. So if my expectations are too high, like they're just too high, I am in a daily feeling of not enough. I, I'm not achieving enough. I'm not performing enough. Um, I'm not enough. So if these expectations are too high, I'm constantly left feeling less than, okay? Now, who's yeah. in control of that expectation? I am, I am, I'm in control of that expectation. So what happens at the end of the day, if your expectations are too high, okay, maybe we want the end goal, right? We, 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 want, the, we want the end goal. We don't want to think about the little spurts in between. We, we want to see the 10 million in the bank, right? We don't want to see the, the work and the daily grind to eventually build up to the money in the bank, right? Like that, that we want to see the end goal. So if my expectations are too high, and I'm constantly looking at the end goal and not enough to appreciate what's going on in a day-to-day -day basis, then I'm left feeling shameful. I'm left feeling bad about myself. I'm left feeling less than. And one of the taglines I love to say is enjoy the journey. Well, I'm not enjoying the journey. So how do I get into growth spurts? Well, all I got to do is I got to reel it in a little bit and say, it's good to have a goal. It's good that that's where I want to go. But for today, right here, right now, I'm going to look at what I'm accomplishing today. And so my expectations for today are going to be X, Y, and Z. And they got to be within reach. They've got to be within reach. At the end of the day, I got to acknowledge my accomplishments. And I got to acknowledge the growth spurt. You know, I, I had briefly touched on uh, the, you know, your dad, you know, what kind of struggles have you had to overcome to be here was the very first question you asked me. Yeah. And I, I mentioned my, my father passing of COVID in December of 20. Yeah. The reason that was a perfect storm for me was because, you know, I'm, I'm in my late 40s now. And let's just say the body's not producing hormones like it used to. Okay. So in the middle of that, there, there, there's a physiological breakdown. I'm losing my father, who I'm absolutely, who was my best friend growing up, very close relationship. I'm in the midst of a pandemic uh, in another state that their belief system, they don't practice the same measures, which I have no anger about that whatsoever. Everybody's doing the best they can, in my opinion, but there's all these things. And so by the time January and February rolled around, that happened in December. By the time that rolled around, I was like fighting for my sanity on some days. And this is in the middle of, of helping women, of, of raising children, of, of praying, meditating, applying every single tool in the book. And I am in a fight for my sanity. Yeah. I mean, literally. And so what did I do? A couple things. How did I experience a growth spurt? Just don't stop. Yeah. Just don't stop. Whatever you do, just don't stop. You can do it. If all you've got today 
is to get off the couch and go do your dishes, then go do it. Because damn it, they need done. And you're the person for it. And if that's the energy you've got today, then go with it. And at the end of the day, give yourself credit for that. Right? So let's talk about the expectation. And so sometimes the expectation and, and the willingness just has to be in the next indicated thing for me. Just don't stop. Just don't stop. And if you're willing to just not stop, the next idea, the next plan of action will come to you. Yeah. And all of a sudden you'll experience this growth spurt. You know, I'm on the other side of all that pain now. I'm coming through, right? Like it, it's, it, it's an amazing feeling. We do come through if we just don't stop. Yeah, I love that you talked about that because, you know, you're right about this. We get expectations and uh, and, and I want to be clear to the audience because they've heard me talk about expectations. The thing about expectations for me is it's not the expectation. It's the attachment to an outcome. You know, you do vision boards. I do vision boards and we don't we don't do them because we don't want those things to show up. But if you get attached to an outcome that must happen at a must day or a must time in a must way, you may be disappointed like a whole lot of musts of it, right? Because sometimes the universe, God, the divine, whatever you want to call it, has a better plan, has a better plan. Maybe I needed to take 13 years to get an undergraduate degree. Because maybe I was doing something parallel with my career and wouldn't have been able to do it any faster. Maybe my boss needed to threaten me that I wouldn't get promoted in order for me to say, oh, I need to do two years and two years. But see, I set the goal. The disappointment from what you said is because we get so attached we get attached, attached, attached to an outcome that we may not see that there's something else that needed to be revealed to us. And I thank you for sharing that story about your dad, because people do need to hear from you today, from us today, that there is another side, right? That people really want to hear that there's another side, mm -hmm. that they'll get through it, don't they? I mean, you work with women in recovery. Isn't that one of the most important elements that, that is promised that there is another side? Another side and, and to witness people making it to the other side is just an absolutely amazing thing. But, you know, we have to witness our other side. We have to be able to acknowledge when we've come through on the other side. It's nice to get the recognition from others. And that feels really wonderful, especially when they're people who are close to you. But when you see the growth, I used to be able to measure how far emotionally I had come by going back home to Nebraska and visit the family. I would know. Just put you in a room with family you haven't seen for a while. Let's see how spiritually evolved you really are. <laughs> Let's go. You know, are you everything you say you are? Or are you just talking a game? I mean, I used to, I used to go home. I learned that I was like two years sober. I went home one time. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> is we've got some work to do and you know and there, so there's those remember the feedback we get the feedback all the time we get the feedback about how we're doing and feeling about us you know but something I thought about when you were talking you know when you were talking about attaching to the outcome attaching to you know this result and if we don't have the result how do we feel about us um 
I was I was just thinking about how important it is to appreciate the journey, to not attach to the outcome, but to realize that you're in control of the outcome. Like, like you can change your mind whenever you want to change your mind. You can change your mind whenever you want to change your mind and to allow enough grace to come in. Because once again, it's just you and your journey. <laughs> like it's it. You know, I, for a long time, I said, especially growing up in an alcoholic home and, and you know, these things, my, I don't know where I, I took on, like, I, like the word success is a four letter word to me. Like, I don't even really like saying the word, but, but I don't know where I got this thing, but it, I, like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I was trying to model my life after the Brady bunch. I mean, if you're from my generation, you know, you watch the happy Marsha Brady show, you know, and everybody's got what they want to have. And it looks like this happy go lucky family. And then, and then I would attach myself to what, you know, the outside was supposed to look like you're supposed to have this degree, you're supposed to have this job. And so when I'm not feeling when I'm not achieving these outside conditions that the world seems to be, you know, applauding people for, I then feel like I'm less than, you know, that's all me. And so I had to learn how to reevaluate really, you know, what's important, what's going on in here in order to bring joy to my life. You know, and, and I I watch my daughters and, and just the comparison world that they have to walk through right now with how much outside stuff is around them. Oh my gosh. Right. Like, like, it's like, oh my goodness, because, you know, those comparisons and, you know, those standards, you know, it's really important to set a good, healthy standard for yourself. One that's aligned with you and your values, not the world. You know, I know you're going to be doing a lot of shows about the multi-generational aspect of being in the world. Um, I thought about this the other day and I, I shared this story, Susan, you know, I had, you know, um, a lady in recovery, uh, tell me that her daughter wanted me to watch the series euphoria so that I could explain to her mom what they're going through. Now, I almost, I thought, really, I watched it. I did. Uh, I got hooked on it. And I thought exactly what you thought. Is that the reality of what's happening to youth now? Does that show represent it? Or is it an extreme? It could be one or the other. But to even think that what you and I went through when we were 15 or 16 is like it is today, that would be one of the greatest understatements we could ever make. We live in a world where you can dial a drug and have it dropped off at your workplace and people will think it's a delivery. What do we say in wrapping this up today to folks so they know, one, what you're going to bring forward, but also how to stay the course, how to enjoy the journey? you know i um so i i have a belief in the higher self and in the higher power i do um where am i going with this i think sometimes what helps me align and let's just say goodness versus higher power any type of anything like that let's just say the goodness of others when i'm when my perspective, when I'm looking at the world, or I'm looking at my kids, or I'm looking at my husband, when I see them 
as I believe that the universe sees them with all adoring love and admiration. I'm doing okay. You know, I'm hanging in there. When I wake up, and if I'm having a day where everything's not going my way, that's a clue that I got to do something to shift. What can I do to enjoy my day? You know, in, um, in college, believe it or not, I was a collegiate bowler. This is a story I normally don't like to tell because it's just kind of funny. You've never heard this one? I don't think you told me the bowler story. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was raised in a small town. My dad was a bowler. My mom was a bowler. We all bowled. So that was the thing. So I go to college for University of Nebraska. And uh, I learned this lesson, and I've, I've never forgot it. And what it was is, you know, you got, you know, 10 frames, 12 if you're lucky in a game of bowling, right? And so I was always so competitive for a long time. And I was just so, you know, the ego, all that stuff. And I would get all mad and my crazy manifested in a lot of anger. So I'd get all mad and I'd get all hot, and, you know, cussing and doing whatever. And then one day, uh, somebody, I don't know if it was my father or somebody else had said to me, you know, you can change your game up anytime you want. So if you're in frame five of 10, you still got a half a game left. You still can change your game wow. up anytime you want. Right. So when it comes to this life journey, when it comes to catching the crazy, if, if you're down in the dumps or if you're even elevated, maybe more days, whatever it is, just remember, you can change, you can change anytime you want. You can change it up whenever you want. And that just always gives me hope and inspiration and says, this game ain't over. It ain't over. And there's yeah. so much joy and satisfaction to be had in life, right? Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know about you, but I know uh, just over the weekend, I started my day over several times. And you know, that's because there are tools and you help so many people, uh, whether it's organizations, whether it's groups, whether it's individuals, but you know, you are a woman with a mission and sharing everything you've learned so that others can have that sense of freedom that you've shared during the show, but you're absolutely right. You know, we do have to do that next indicative thing. Susan, thank you so much for today. Last question, what, what's your last personal message? What do you wanna leave us with? Just know you're worth it. All the work, just know you're worth it. You're worth, you're worth it. Everything, everything you do, you're worth it. You deserve the best. I'll remember that, especially when I'm playing table tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, Danae, everybody, stay tuned tomorrow right on Transformation Talk Radio. You'll get to listen to her shows every week as she launches Know You're Crazy. And there's lots more coming from Susan. Susan, thank you so much. Thank Have a you. Great trip. Hey, um, thanks. For those of you out there, we're just going to take a little short break and then we'll be right back. We're not done yet today. We're still in the journey and we're enjoying it. We'll be right back.